Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi. And I'm Sienna Jekyll. Oh, God. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, the podcast where two idiots watch every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time, the very slightly less racist 10th Anniversary Edition. This podcast is a safe space for people who don't know anything about movies. Today, we're watching Forrest Gump. I've worn lots of shoes. Number 76 on the AFI list. Warning, there will be spoilers about this kind (laughs) old film. (sighs) Liana, have you seen Forrest Gump? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Let me play for you, Sienna, my prediction. I would love that. This is what I thought Forrest Gump would be about. Hi, Sienna. It's Liana. I'm about to watch Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. I have seen this movie before, and in my prediction, I'm going to try to name all the things I can remember from it. Okay. Rapidly. Learns to walk. Yes. From Elvis? Question <laughs> Well. Falls in love with Jenny. Vietnam War. Yeah. Shrimp company. Yeah. Meets the president. Uh-huh. Goes for a long run. Uh-huh. Shit happens. Smiley face uh-huh. t-shirt. Meets another president. Life is like a box of chocolates. I feel like at some point he's in a football game and maybe gets like hit by a bus at the end. Something like that. Love you. Bye. You got most of them, which made the ones you got wrong really weird. They stood out. (laughs) Did you mix it up with Mean Girls there at the end? (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) That classic mix up. That was very good, though. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it sticks with you. In the American consciousness. Well, I too have seen the I film Forrest maybe. Gump. All right. Hi, Liana. It's Sienna. I'm about to watch Forrest Gump. I've seen this movie one time. It's going to be about Tom Hanks, who's going to be quite, shall we call it, naive. 
-hmm. He is going to uh, like run through historical <laughs> events and <laughs> yeah. with Basically. his sweet and earnest nature, you, you know, set the course of history uh, the way that it went <laughs> his, by just being there. He was always around for historical events. Okay. Um, also, okay. a woman's going to fall in love with him. Yeah. And he's going to talk about his life of chocolates, box of chocolates. <laughs> oh and I feel like it's going to be cringy to watch in 2023. <laughs> we'll have to find out. I love you. Goodbye. Oh. I, I often do predictions right after running up the stairs. Oh, so I that's what that. that was. That's really interesting. <laughs> like you've just been chased. I get upstairs and I'm like, all right, time to record it. I gotta get this done. <laughs> so that's what's going on. Maybe I'll try that next week. Be a little out of breath. Yeah. Get some urgency in there. It is a very full film. It is very packed with events. Yes. Which I really found as I was trying to construct sure. a summary. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I'm speed. I, I well, now is the time for me to give a synopsis of Forrest Gump, the film. Tom Hanks plays Forrest Gump, a man who was professionally diagnosed as dumber than normal. <laughs> That's all they say about that. Also, I'm sorry to interrupt. Was that guy a doctor? <laughs> or, or just, just the administrator guy? at the school? An administrator with a chart? Yeah. <laughs> We'll get into it, but this movie is very specific to say, we're not going to say anything about this guy's deal. He's yep. below normal, mm -hmm. but he's still allowed to be played by Tom Hanks. Yes. Okay. We learn about Forrest's life through a series of bus stop trauma dumps. Oh my on, God. On passersby. You caught that too? Yeah. yeah, I did. Where he recounts the many triumphs and tragedies in his life. Despite childhood health issues and his lifelong naivete, Forrest becomes the patron saint of failing upwards, influencing important historical events from the 1950s through the 80s simply by being a white dude with a kind demeanor and zero opinions on anything. Throughout his extremely eventful young life, the one thing Forrest truly cares about is his childhood, BFF, and the love of his life, Jenny. She has his child and then dies. <laughs> the end. No, it is just so telling about any film that a man wrote with a woman in it, where it's like, okay, so here are the facts yes. of what she did. She had a baby. She died. That was the woman in the film. Yeah. Before, but before that, she was objectified by everyone. And abused often. <laughs> that was the woman well, Liana, in this film. I'm curious if you have any historical context about this movie. Yes, and preemptively you're welcome, because oh. I reined it in. I oh, could have really popped off. It really, it's a movie about history, uh -huh. surprisingly. It's a timeline of historical events. <laughs> <laughs> Told by, a, by Tam Hanks. Hello, um... Everybody, and welcome to the historical context Hi. for Forrest Gump, the 1994 film based off the 1986 novel, which is even kookier than oh. the movie. There is an orangutan in the novel who is a key character. Oh, wow. <laughs> Her name is Sue. <laughs> a queen? <laughs> apparently in the novel he like gets recruited by nasa he's really good at math oh yeah and then sue is on the rocket ship and causes it to crash 
<laughs> okay, amazing. And then, like, she's his first mate on the shrimp boat. Oh, my Do God. Do you know if the books are ironic? It just kind of walks the line between extreme earnestness and irony. Uh, we don't know. I don't know. We can't know. D- we cannot know, <laughs> which is my motto for this calendar year. Right. We can't know. And we won't. I am going to talk to you today because mm-hmm. I, I had a history professor in college who always would do this and I really respected it. So I'm going to tell you the things that I'm going to talk about and then I'm going to talk about them. Perfect. The things I will talk about are a few of the historical events in the movie that I found particularly interesting. Sorry, it's a little subjective. That's kind of the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the facts will be objective. The things that I chose to talk about a little bit, whatever. Okay, first up. Uh, a historical figure who was real was the football coach, which I did not realize, but oh. that guy was playing a guy named Bear Bryant. Interesting. Who was a football coach at the University of Alabama and apparently one of the greatest football coaches ever. Oh, wow. I have nothing else to add to that because all I wrote in my notes was one of the greatest football coaches, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the stand in the schoolhouse door. This is the scene where the University of Alabama is starting to be integrated and yeah. Forrest Gump hands a woman her, te- her little composition book. On June 11th of 1963, at Foster Auditorium at the University of Alabama, Governor George Wallace of Segregation Now, Segregation Tomorrow, Segregation Forever fame stood in the doorway as if to block entry to Vivian Malone and James Hood, who were the first two black students to enroll at the University of Alabama. That really did happen. We see that in the movie. JFK issued Executive Order 11111, which federalized the Alabama National Guard and commanded George Wallace to step aside. Mm. So those were the events. That's a a very broad summary of the events surrounding that little section of the Mm -hmm. movie. I don't think a kind man came up and helped the woman with her book that she had dropped. I don't think that happened and solved racism as they sort of purported in the film. Uh, The March on the Pentagon... This is the large anti-Vietnam War rally that we see in the movie mm-hmm. where he accidentally joins um, after yeah. getting the Medal of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> On October 21st, 1967, more than 100,000 people attend the rally at the Lincoln Memorial and then 50,000 people marched from there to the Pentagon in Virginia. The purpose was to pressure President Lyndon B. Johnson to end the war, and it was the largest anti-war rally up to that point. A character in the movie who was real was uh, Abby Hoffman, the co-founder of the Youth International Party and a member of the Chicago 7. Some of us may know about them through the Netflix series, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Indeed. And that is the person who's wearing the American flag shirt in the movie. The Black Panther Party. We see a a, a yikes (laughs) rendition of the Black Panther Party in Forrest Gump. Uh, The Black Panther Party was founded in October of 1966 by Huey P. Newton and Bobby Seale in Oakland, California. And there was an interesting piece where a woman named Elaine Brown, who was a former Black Panther Party leader in the 70s, reviewed, watched and reviewed some scenes uh, in movies of portrayals of the Black Panther Party Mm. and was like, here's what it you know here's what was realistic here's what was garbage and (laughs) uh, about the portrayal of the black panther party in forrest gump elaine brown says quote well of course it was a caricature and it was certainly demeaning not to count inaccurate so to make light of it it being the black panther party to make a joke out of us then we become a caricature and a joke there's nothing you can say about it that's good at all as to what the black panther party and any depiction of it wow 
Yeah, that I makes sense. That was a helpful. Uh, yes, because it really is such a caricature of a scene. What is he even? They're just like they're just there. They they like walk through it basically, yeah. and then he says, "Yeah, yeah." Um, ping pong in China. I was like, did this actually happen? And kind of yes. In April of 1971, nine players from the U.S. table tennis team became the first delegation of Americans to visit China since 1949 or thereabouts. It was the beginning of, quote, ping pong diplomacy, end Uh. quote, between the U.S. and the People's Republic of China. So that really was a genuine historic event. Hurricane Carmen was the most intense of the 1974 Atlantic hurricane season. It was the Category 4 hurricane that hit sort of Louisiana, Alabama, the panhandle of Florida. And that is the storm that we see them weather on the shrimp boat Mm -hmm. when Lieutenant Dan is up in the bird's nest or crow's nest going like, is that all you got? Uh That's Hurricane Carmen that they're in. Um, And then the Have a Nice Day t-shirt. A real thing. Um, This is when Forrest is doing his run across America to process his feelings. And he wipes his face and it makes a smiley face on the t-shirt. And he says, have a nice day. Yeah. And apparently the origin of the smiley face design, it's a little bit contested, but it started in the early 1960s, perhaps on TV, perhaps through an artist named Harvey Ball. Then the Philadelphia siblings Bernard and Murray Spain put that smiley divine on items like mugs, bumper stickers with the words, have a nice day. And it became this ubiquitous thing. I mean, we see it everywhere now on bags, on packaging for takeout, yeah. food, etc. And Abigail Goldman of the LA Times said, the smiley face and the have a nice day logline, quote, helped to define the 70s. So apparently wow. it was like a very iconic thing. And to like give Forrest Gump credit for it is like, oh, okay, it makes sense that that's like how that would fit into the sort of tapestry of him impacting major events. Yeah. From yeah. those decades. That was one of the goofiest ones. <laughs> Which I loved. I, it was so... Of all the things... It, it was, all of it was very far-fetched, and then I was like, okay, that's impossible. <laughs> we all know that that's, that's actually impossible. Felt, that's when you go, Is was this whole thing ironic? What, what was this? <laughs> what was, what, what was are this? you? And that's a good segue into the final section of my historical context for today, which is the overall um, word I have for it is uh, troubling. <laughs> Uh, much has been said about the movie when it came out and since then. Um, it faced criticism because a lot of people saw it and were like, I feel like this kind of was a conservative film. It doesn't say anything about anything. No. And a lot of times the activists were bad guys. Yes. <laughs> um, some feel that it forecast the 1994 Republican Revolution, which is where the Republican Party took like over 50 seats in, I think, the House of Representatives or in Congress. Mm. Uh, Forrest Gump is named after the first Grand Wizard of the KKK. <laughs> the heck? And it's the only explanation given for it in the movie is like, Mama just w- wanted me to remember that sometimes people are a little silly. <laughs> and it was like, whoa! Sorry, why would you put that in the movie? Nuts. <laughs> um, it's condescending. The movie is condescending to people with disabilities, to Vietnam veterans, to people with AIDS. It won't even, like, even broach the concept of AIDS, really. It yeah. just like, loosely hints that maybe Jenny has that yeah. and then she dies. Uh, it is outwardly hostile to protesters, activists, and the counterculture movement. 
And as I like to do in my historical context, a few quotes about the movie. This one is from GQ UK. This did make me laugh. It said, quote, a classic mother Madonna whore figure. (laughs) Jenny ultimately brings Forrest redemption by shagging him, siring him a son who's clever and Haley Joel Osment. And then conveniently for fans of films that end dying. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, that is what she does. Um, Okay, and then from IndieWire, quote, there's a reason the movie became a beacon to an antiquated Republican Party when it came out in the run-up to the 1994 midterm elections. Forrest Gump preaches conservatism in its bones, whether its creators intended it that way or not. Through the lens of Tom Hanks' lovable naïf, who somehow stumbles through every monumental moment in American history and emerges unscathed, (laughs) Forrest Gump reads as a repudiation to any nuanced assessment of the country. It celebrates family values and obedience to the system over anyone who clashes with it. Every whiff of rebellion is suspect. This piece goes on to say, however, the movie was prescient in one significant fashion. It presents a grinning idiot savant as epitomizing everything about America, (gasps) suggesting that he could catapult to fame and fortune he doesn't really earn, while people enduring genuine struggles to make a difference in the world struggle all the way to the grave. To that end, for better or worse, Forrest Gump was ahead of its time. End quote. Wow. And that is the end of the historical context for Forrest Gump. Yes. A 1994 non-opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> ads, Forrest. Ads. We'll be right back. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Thank you, Liana, so much for that historical context. Yes! And now we, of course, must trundle along. We must run a marathon into phone notes, where we look at the notes that the other person took on their phone while watching this film. I am excited. (laughs) (laughs) I really need to talk to somebody about this. I'm so excited, too. Condescending is a really good word for this movie, mm. I gotta say. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, let's, can we just say, okay, yes, can well, we just say? <laughs> I'll go with your first note to kind of talk about something that I want to talk about right at the beginning. You said, this movie always makes me feel a little uncomfy. Yeah. Before we get into it and start making fun of everything. Okay. Let's talk about Forrest. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man who I don't know how a lot of communities feel about him. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the way that he is talked about in the movie, because it seems like he's, he has like some social difficulties. Mm -hmm. He'd perhaps have a diagnosis of some sort, Mm -hmm. but in the movie, they specifically make sure to say, they call him quote, the local idiot. Mm -hmm. They say he's just below normal. Yep. They never really put a label on any like disability he might have. Yeah. Um, and like really outright say, I do feel to make you feel comfortable with Tom Hanks playing it. So you're always like, okay, he's just a guy. I guess this is fine. I guess he's just Tom Hanks. Who's the local idiot. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know. I know. I don't want to use Tom Hanks's voice that he uses for this. No, it does feel problematic somehow. It's complicated. It's complicated. I think for the sake of the podcast, we will be, I'm going to call him the local idiot sometimes. <laughs> Sienna, yes, you notice this, of course. You said, I can't believe he's trauma dumping into an African-American healthcare worker right now. <laughs> I could not believe that he was bothering this black woman who just was waiting for the bus. Like, she clearly did not want him to be talking to her. She was, she was the, getting all of the signals. She was the, the best one yeah. out of all. Because she was like, please, like. Uh, Reading a magazine, visibly busy, yeah. uninterested. And then he's like, I was named after the Grand Wizard of the KKK. I was like, what? She's like, please don't. Don't tell me that. I don't need to hear that. Yeah. Some question that I had that I'm going to ask right away. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you do if Forrest Gump started talking to you? What would you do? I would leave. (laughs) You wouldn't even I would walk to wherever it was that I was waiting for the bus for. (laughs) What would you do? Well, I recently was courteous to somebody, some stranger, and they said some very profane things to me. Oh, this that was this week? Yes. Oh, no. Um, I didn't realize you'd been courteous to them. Yeah. I'd been courteous. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, I don't think that many people in this day and age, Mm -mm. are you kidding me? In this economy? Somebody starts talking to you, you say no. You say absolutely not. No. Get out of here. Too many consequences of courtesy that way. Yeah. You're going to see um, throughout my notes... (laughs) A lot of stuff is highlighted in orange, and that was just me kind of really trying to come to terms with whether or not I think Tom Hanks is hot. <laughs> this was a very interesting Tom Hanks. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's get into that a little bit. because So Tom Hanks is playing a character who's maybe offensive, right? but then he plays it for so long and like... He's a good guy. And yeah. The character's like a good human being. And he plays this character very earnestly. And you do, you love Forrest. Yep. Right? Yep. He's a, that's kind of his whole deal is he's a likable chap. You gotta love him. That's why he's politically perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the perfect political pawn. Yeah. Because <sighs> you're like, what a lovable guy. Mm-hmm. And you get a lot of shots of Hanks's ass in this film. Liana's looking around. She's she's not looking at me. <laughs> I don't I don't like to. It feels inappropriate when I'm thinking about somebody's butt to be making eye contact with anybody else. <laughs> I was very much honed in on Hanks Hanks's ass. You, I, you, I still don't know. 
I was flip-flopping on my stance because sometimes I'd be like, this man is incredibly hot. And then sometimes I was like, no. <laughs> Here's a weird like personal connection to the film is that Tom Hanks' son was in my year at Stanford. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen a very young yeah. relative of Tom Hanks. Right. It sometimes was jarring because it was like, oh, they look so much alike. They look extremely related. Yeah. Um, and that's also where I was like, it's very odd to be looking at someone you know's dad and be yeah. like, is this man hot? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Feels inappropriate. It does. But great butt. I don't know. Very. A little. say. Plump little tush. Little peach. (laughs) My God. (laughs) He is running. I mean, he runs. Forrest, run. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, something I want to talk about. About Mrs. Gump. Yeah. Sally Field. Her advice and her, her sayings. Not good. You've written, his mom's lessons are bad. Okay, here were a few of them. First of all, she says to him, she keeps saying to Forrest, and I don't, I'm not the authority on this, but she keeps telling him like, you're not different. Mm -hmm. Like nobody's different. Mm -hmm. We're like, you're the same. It's Mm -hmm. very important to be the same. Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm -hmm. I get what she's saying there, Mm -hmm. but I think we now have a cultural understanding that we all have differences and differences are good and we should celebrate and respect them. Yeah. It was a very non-opinion opinion. opinion. Yeah. You are not different. It's like everyone is the same and that is good. (laughs) Yeah. He's if let's say he is, he's going to have a very confusing life if you keep trying to enforce that. It'd be I mean, it's an absolute nightmare in in terms of equity. Yeah. You're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. Well, you know, we're all the same. So (laughs) So come on. That's equality. It's not equity. There you go. (laughs) We've (laughs) all seen the the drawing. Education slot. The fence. (laughs) I, I still don't really understand what stupid is, a stupid does, I means. I don't understand that <laughs> phrase. And they would not stop saying it. They said it all the time. And everybody who heard it was like, yeah. Yeah. All right. When I Nobody was, was like, what? When I went to Catholic school, okay. one of there our teachers... <laughs> <laughs> one of our teachers, she would let us, if we didn't know the answer, we could just say the word Jesus. And then we didn't have to answer. And was that to communicate that you didn't know the answer, or was that to communicate that Jesus was the answer? Both. Whoa. Instead of saying pass, you'd say Jesus. No, you, so if they were like, what's the powerhouse of the cell? You were like, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. No, Liana. I'm like screaming outside the window, banging on it. The mitochondria! I am not joking you. That's how it was dealt with in that class. <laughs> Whoa. That's what this phrase felt like in this movie. Yeah. Anytime somebody would like ask, ask a question, they'd be like, so why the Vietnam War? Stupid, stupid is, is stupid as does. stupid does. Okay. Oh, sure. That's not helpful. Why are you giving me all this money? Stupid is as stupid does. (laughs) All right. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. You've said everyone tries to make Jenny do sex. How did you feel about the character of Jenny? Um. Oh. Yeah. So much of this movie, I should also say, I did not not enjoy this movie. (laughs) I really enjoyed this movie really i'm not gonna i'm going to my rating will be correct and accurate i feel the same way i unfortunately was delighted for most of it Forrest gump is an entertaining film i don't this is how they get you (laughs) (laughs) because it really is like it just checks all the boxes yeah it's it's easy watching emily in paris failing upward energy but even more so because it's a white guy from the 90s and Tom Hanks is just Tom a delight. Is, his neck is so straight. <laughs> He's That's so committed. Um, yeah. I think I'm landing on Tom Hanks is hot <laughs> in this movie. Also seeing him young is always like, oh, hello. Hello. Yeah. Um, 
O. <laughs> We've written the same phrase. Okay. You said, that was nearly the full Hank's peen. <laughs> oh my God, you said we almost saw Hank's peen. <laughs> Hank's peen. <laughs> I was shocked. I was glued to the screen. This is very funny to me because I kind of like, I kind of pulled back, but I'm imagining you just like face, in. nose against the glass. <laughs> like a kid looking at a toy shop window. Checking for Bush? Nothing. I was. <laughs> you know me so well. That, I did not recall that moment, but I don't think I was a horny woman when I was previously watching this movie. I didn't recall it either. It was and shocking. Now, oof. This is a really inappropriate episode. He's in a locker room and he... Uh, j- that is a nude man. <laughs> See how you from? This is so true. So assuming that he is about 30 now, his mom is probably, what, 55? I cannot get enough <laughs> of old people in movies. <laughs> like, how old is she supposed to be? She had one child yeah. in the South in the 50s. Yeah. She was definitely in her 20s. Yeah. And then he's maybe 30 at this point where he goes home and he's like, Mama. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's just my time. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it? Apparently she had cancer. Okay. But they aged her so she much. Got so old. Yeah. Yeah. It, it reminded me of one time on our college improv team, somebody endowed a character in the scene as being like 60 yeah. years old, and they came out with a walker. Croaking. Croaking. Ah. And then Emma backstage was like, my dad is 67. <laughs> That's so funny. People just in entertainment, we don't understand age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when someone is past 40, it's like, well. Uh, probably soon to die. Put him in a rocker, yeah, and whatever you point you need something in the movie to happen, just kill him. Uh-huh. <laughs> As you know, our ads are like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. We'll be right back. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? 
That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Okay, yeah. Love this. Lehana, you've said she gives him the bone of his life, <laughs> leaves behind his Medal of Honor, and fucks off to where? Where was she going? Where did she need to go? Also, he gets boinked and then runs for three years. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, what did they do? <laughs> What is it what they did? What happened in there? <laughs> Who tried what? What went on? <laughs> because they both just like, they changed their, she found, she bought a house. She got her worst haircut. <laughs> and somehow afforded a home. To Georgia. I, uh, w- I, what would you do? You finally bone the love of your life. Yeah. You know, whoever is like your top, I've always loved this person. If this happened, I would just be over the moon. Yeah. Then you wake up and they're absolutely gone. (laughs) Do you think you would run for three years? How do you psychologically process that? That's a great question. I mean, running for three years sounded pretty sweet, except that I was so worried for his joints. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I know it wouldn't work. It's not possible. But it does sound fun. To be breathing in that fresh air. Seeing beautiful sights. Yeah. I don't know, though. What about you? What, 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 what would you do? Probably contact them, I think, yeah. maybe, is really the thing. Right. That they could have done. Didn't. Yeah. Could have. Did not. Maybe the hair hair dye wasn't as accessible. Yeah. you should just dye your hair. Yeah, and... I'd probably just get bangs. Even yeah. I already have them. Right, get more I'd bangs. Get more bangs. <laughs> That's what I would do. When in doubt, bangs. Yeah. Sienna, you've written... Only one boat survived the hurricane, and it was the white one. <laughs> that yeah. was hilarious to me. <laughs> so, okay, we haven't talked about Bubba, but I really want to talk about the shrimp boat part. Yeah. Because it was so funny and, like, one of the greatest representations of just, like, this white dude failing up. Failing up. The hurricane hits. Everybody's boat goes down. <laughs> yeah. All these shrimp. And, and there's, Every like, a news. Every single boat. <laughs> Every single one. So much so that they were, like... There was a news story that was like, everybody's boat Mm -hmm. was destroyed except for one, this white guy. guy. And what we've been led to believe earlier, like, so Bubba explained his family's situation and that he was like, my family knows all about shrimp because Mm -hmm. they were enslaved in the United States of America and they had to cook shrimp so much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they've passed recipes on Mm -hmm. and have like survived in this country. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And now they know a lot about shrimp. Mm -hmm. And we're led to assume that maybe that's the experience of a lot of people here. And he's the one white guy who just arrived, got a boat. Of course, he's like doing this for his friend, whatever. But But terrible at shrimping. Terrible at shrimping. And the reason that he was able to succeed at shrimping is because everybody else else lost their business. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) He ended up giving money to 
the mother of Bubba. Mm-hmm. But besides that, it's like, what about everyone else? Totally. He got an accidental monopoly uh-huh. on the shrimp business. Oh my God. It's the the most American story of a white man failing upward into an accidental monopoly. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> and then investing in Apple. They made so much money that they invested in Apple and he never had to ever so make annoying. money again. It was really annoying. <laughs> I see how in the 90s it was like, oh, wonderful. What a cute, delightful Silly. thing. These days it was just like, oh. Are you guys kidding me? Come on. You're kidding me. Shut up. Shut up, actually. He literally took that off the backs of enslaved people. Like, we saw it in the movie happen. Yeah. Why is that part of this man's triumph? (laughs) (laughs) Liana, you said, this red Bubba Gump cap is cutting it real close. That was one thing that really stood out as a 2023 lens of yeah. this film. A couple people are wearing some red baseball caps, and you're saying, ooh, oh. in Alabama? Oh, no. Oh, goodness. His son, Haley Joel Osmond, yeah. when he goes off to school, is in a red baseball cap. And I was like, nope. You got to lose that. If we're, if we're showing that today, you got to green screen that out or something, because that, that is so, communicating something yeah. very different. <laughs> I would love to see it green screened out. <laughs> to see them recreate every hair on Haley Joel Osment's head. <laughs> they just try to tint it Osmond's. to a different color or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was crazy. It's just like become this symbol uh, that is so, I mean, it's it's not quite the same as like a swastika, but you just see it and immediately have this gut reaction yeah. to it where you're like, oh, Ooh. whoa. Yeah. And also knowing what this movie did. <laughs> totally. Um, Liana, your final note is 90s breakfast cereal through and through. Yeah. I was crying so much <gasps> at the end of this movie. I took a selfie. I'll send it to Please you. Please do. Um, the end of this movie always gets me for whatever reason. Uh, just that you died on a Saturday morning. <laughs> he just is so sweet. Yeah. And he really loves her so much. Yeah. And it's so sad. That actually, that the sad part doesn't really get me because I'm used to them killing women, but just the... It's very sweet. The, the sh- like the tenderness that he has. and Very tender. I think Tom Hanks does a very good job in that monologue. It really just got me. One of your final notes was, he's finally walking again, and all it took was becoming one of the richest men in America. <laughs> What are the lessons that we are meant what to take away is from this Forrest movie Gump? What are we left with? Saying to us. <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> Very random. Okay, random. Very this random. This was random. <laughs> well, Liana, I think it's time to move on to Badges and Trages. Uh, yes. It is time to move on. We are going to run Forrest Run yet again. Into our segment Badges and Trages, where we award the film badges for... Boxes of chocolates and trages for ties to the KKK. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. We didn't talk about the war at all. Vietnam? Yeah. Ah, uh, we will. It happened. Oh, <laughs> we'll great. get there. I have a badge for his little wave. I like the way that he waves. He's a cutie patootie. A, mm-hmm. <laughs> he is a cutie patootie. Much to think about. Um, I have a badge for a guy just freaking loving shrimp and knowing his whole character vibe mm-hmm. i i wish to have a brand so strong yeah i'm the shrimp guy yeah. i love shrimp yeah i'm gonna talk to you about it bubba was a shrimp slut he was a shrimp slut and yeah. he deserves that mm-hmm. 
Badge for the football team tells Forrest to stop when he gets to the end zone. They have the whole band line up and tell him to stop running. And all the signs in the stadium audience switch to stop instead of run. That was fun. That's cute. cute. I have a badge for, I liked the rain sequence in Vietnam. Mm. When they talk about like, the rain was sideways. It Mm -hmm. It was very effective. It really was very immersive for me. Yeah. They did a good job. Yeah. Badge for this drill sergeant being baffled that someone did an excellent job. As a manager, Mm -hmm. when somebody does an excellent job, it is surprising. (laughs) And you need to tell them whenever you can. Yeah. You need to come up to them and say, by the way, you are the best we've ever had. How did you do that? Yeah. I have a badge for well-paced. I mean, this movie, I really, I'll tell you, I came in very pessimistically. Mm -hmm. I thought that it was not going to hold my attention. Mm. It really did. (laughs) Badge for Forrest is ready to fight at any moment. (laughs) And normally I I don't condone violence, but... It was a little bit hot when he did it because he loved Jenny so much. Badge for always having his eyes closed in photos. Yeah, oh, that was fun. hilarious. That's great. That was a hilarious uh, runner. Yeah. Badge for not apocalypse now. The whole Vietnam sequence. I was like, well, at least it's not apocalypse now. <laughs> yeah, that's something. I. That's so funny that you said that. I felt the same way. I was like, this is my favorite Vietnam movie we've seen. It's because we don't really see any of the, I guess, actual Vietnam. It's a. Because it's it's just referencing all the other movies we've seen, I yes, feel like. yeah. And it was like the greatest hits of just like showing that fighting happened mm-hmm. and then he was saving people, mm-hmm. but you didn't have to see any of the gruesome stuff. But yeah. also there wasn't any of the stupid fucking art because it yes, was really just right. like... It was the 90s. They were sort of moving away from that. Oh, Badge 4, I actually like movies that take place over a long amount of time, I think, because mm. they show how relationships change over time, which I think is a really beautiful thing about... Human existence. Badge for the soundtrack. I loved the soundtrack of this. Really? Yeah. I just, especially the 60s music. It was so good. Oh. Badge for Forrest matching PJ set. Cute. I love a matching PJ. You know, I might be a matching PJ set slut. Oh my gosh. I love that. I think that's what I am. (laughs) And finally, a badge for the line. If there's anything you need, I won't be far away. That's when he's talking to his dead wife in the ground. And I was like, eh. Sweet. Sweet. He just was so dependable. Yeah. And he cared so much. He would have done anything for her. Even when she was dead. You don't really get that energy a lot these days. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Trages? Trages. Uh, Trage for the accents. Whoa, boy. Some of the worst ever. I mean, it made it fun to watch because they were just, it was fun to see. Who missed what? Yeah. Trage for this man is really sitting on a bench telling a black woman that he is named after a member of the KKK. What the oh hell? Oh my God. What the hell, Forrest? Leave her alone. Trage for pretty little girl trope. Yeah. I just hate the pretty little girl trope. Yeah. Trage for George Wallace. <laughs> Generally. Trage for the N-word. Yeah. They say the N-word. Uh, an existential trage for he graduates college and then gets recruited immediately by the U.S. Yeah. Army. I was like, ah, whoa. Wow. Um, Much to think about. Trage for this when they unplugged the thing for his speech. I, I get it. That. I get that it's funny. I just thought you and I would both think that was super it annoying. Me out so much. Like I want to hear it. I couldn't watch it. But they, they did a perfect job where they made sure to say Nothing we are not all. going to say what his stance is. <laughs> no stance, USA. Trage for the line. Get a load of the tits on her because a bunkmate in the in the hospital passes oh, yeah. him a magazine, and I was like, has anyone in human history ever actually said that to anyone else? Oh, shit. I meant to make this a badge, and I put it in the wrong one. 
What was it? But I guess it's also a tragedy that I wish I knew. This was, where is this cow place? I want to go. When he's running, he runs past, past a place that has a bunch of cows and it has autumnal, beautiful leaves everywhere. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I wanted to know where it was because that looks like a utopia. Sort of seemed like Vermont, maybe. maybe? It was gorgeous. It's giving Vermont. Gorgeous. So I guess that's accidentally a trage because I wish I could go there. Yeah. Trage for the part of the film that's just gunshots and men yelling. That's Vietnam. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay. Trage for why'd you have to kill Bubba? Yeah. I didn't want Bubba to die. Yeah. I said they're probably going to do it, but I hope they don't. It was a bummer. Like all the character tragedies and deaths that happened just served to like uh, enhance the story of like the white male lead. Yeah. Yeah. And make him very sad and sweet. Trage for this movie is too long. This movie was too long. I weirdly it did not hold my attention. Interesting. I was like, come on. Yeah. Let's let's speed this too much. And my final tragedy is a tragedy for fridging Jenny. Yeah. That was mostly just annoying. People don't know this, but women can live in movies. <laughs> they actually are allowed to see the credits. To live to see the credits. Who wouldn't want that? And it was already so like trying to just satisfy, check every single box mm-hmm. and satisfy every, but I just wanted to make him sadder yeah yeah well well shall we move on to our next segment this is of course how to pretend you've seen this film that's right this is for you're meeting the president (laughs) you are meeting the president of the united states president tom president tom president tom hanks (laughs) that's great (laughs) president tom hanks (laughs) Uh, and you go up to him and he says, he shakes your hand and he says, hello. He says, hello. Hey, son. Uh, I love being the president of the United States, but you know what I love more than being the president of the United States? <laughs> Forrest Gump. The movie Forrest Gump. That's what actually American inspired me. Because I hoped if I became the president, I might meet him. Yeah. A lot of my predecessors did. So. And you're just trying to get your photo taken because you really have to pee because of all the diet, the Dr. Pepper that you drank. Right, right, right. Whatever it was. He says, I'm so glad that you're here um, mm-hmm. so that I can tell you all about the this film. The plot of Forrest Gump. And I'm going to tell you all about it right now. And in order to stop the President, President of the Tom United Hanks. States, Tom Hanks, <laughs> <laughs> from telling you about the movie Forrest Gump while you were shaking his hand. Here, Please, Mr. President. Here's us health care. Here's something that you can say <laughs> to pretend you've seen the film Forrest Gump. Gump. Yes, Mr. President, I have seen the movie Forrest Gump. It starts with a feather in the wind and ends with one too. And to me, that represents Forrest himself floating along throughout his life and American history, mm. just kind of riding where the wind takes him and not saying anything in particular. Yes, President Hanks, I've seen Forrest Gump, and I would say about it what I'm sure you've wanted to say to some of those people in Congress. Stupid is as stupid does. Hey, baby. And I won't specify which people, because that would be having an opinion. (laughs) Yes, Mr. President Tom Hanks, I have seen (laughs) the movie Forrest Gump. I find it interesting that Forrest doesn't question anything in society and he moves up where Jenny questions lots of things in society and she moves down into the grave. Yeah. She moves all the way down. Oh my gosh. President Hanks. I remember when I first saw your campaign that you, you were running for president and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, he is running. 
He's running so much. Is he running for women's rights? That was a question that they ask when he's on his run. What does he say? He doesn't say anything. He never says anything. That's the whole thing. Uh, yes, Mr. President, I have seen the movie Forrest Gump. I find it to be a very entertaining film, while also one that is confusing and maybe conservative. And at the end of the day, it really is saying that if you're dumb, question mark, enough, then you can't have any bad intentions. Mm-hmm. If you're like a blank enough slate. If you're naive enough, you can't do anything wrong. Mm. And that really is the perfect person mm-hmm. for a lot of movements yeah. that I don't support. Oh my gosh, it's the president. Get a load of the Hanks P and then security tackles. <laughs> get her! Get her! Oh, we got a we got a code red. We got a code peen. We got a code peen. Oh my god. And then President Hanks turns around and you watch his little tush walk out that door as we move on to our next segment. Should you watch this or in which we tell you if you should watch the movie or if you should do something else with your time with your Tom. I have one. Okay, great. I'm going to say, no, you do not have to watch the movie Forrest Gump. It's Mm -hmm. one of those that I think is very much like a you're not complete as an American until Mm. you've seen it (laughs) Mm -hmm. where it's it's fun. But like, yeah, you know, it's not a it's 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 whatever. It's any other movie. Mm -hmm. Um, If you love Tom Hanks. And you want to see him in another movie that's just created to make you cry and make you laugh and check the boxes. You should watch the film Toy Story 2. Whoa. I love that movie. Specifically 2. Yeah, Toy Story 2 I really, really like. Mm. There's tragedy, there's triumph. Mm -hmm. And he's an endearing guy with also not a lot of agency in that he's a toy. Yeah. What were you going to say? I just know what I'm going to say now. Oh, okay, great. Anyway. Uh, I love that film, and yeah. you could watch that. Liana, what would you say? Uh, you don't have to watch Forrest Gump. If you love Tom Hanks and you want to see him play a delightful character who is surrounded by other lovable characters experiencing some sort of American moments, you should watch Toy Story 4. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A different energy from 2. Very. Very different energy. Very different. The kid has grown up and everybody wants to die a little more in this one. <laughs> including Sporky, played by Tony Hale, my personal hero, and the character on my Disney Plus profile. Oh my gosh, I love Sporky. He just wants to die. He keeps calling himself trash and trying to throw himself away. An icon of our generation. A beacon, a guiding light. I feel like that movie must be quite American as well. There must be something American about that. Something about that is very American. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Great, Rex. Well, Well, what would you rate the film Forrest Gump? This movie has some confusing takes. Yeah. There's a lot of things objectively objectively problematic. And it is so fun to watch. Yeah. (laughs) It's a fun movie. Uh Uh-huh. I was really quite entertained and I was having a good time. Yeah. I'd give it a solid three out of five. There are certainly things that are problematic. I still am so unsure about Tom Hanks playing this character Mm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. But it is what it is. I found it very fun to watch. I'm going to give it three shrimp salads out of five. (laughs) Yeah. 
Liana, what would you say? Uh, perfectly neutral 2.5 good butts out of five. I'm calling its bluff. I'm matching its energy. I'm refusing to give an official stance by rating it exactly mid. <laughs> I love that. That's perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. Great butt, though. That butt's a five out of five. Sorry. I'm so sorry for everybody related to Tom who's hearing this. Well, there you go, everybody. <laughs> that has been our review of, of Forrest, Forrest Gump, Gump, a movie that I'm sure a lot of you have seen. Forever so. in our butts. <laughs> Please be chill in our comments about this one. We talked a lot about Tom Hanks's ass. If everyone could chill out in the comments <laughs> section. Thank you. Well, everybody, you can find us on social media, though, oh, yeah. if you want to say something nice. At Toss Popcorn. On Instagram. We're on Twitter. TikTok. And we're on Patreon. If you want the full story. Patreon.com. Maybe we'll give it to you. Toss Popcorn. There's going to be some juicy stuff in there. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be really honest. Yeah. And join us next week Ooh. when we will be watching All the President's Men. An AI could try to sum up any film on this list, and it could be called that. All the President's Men? After the week where one man met all the presidents? <gasps> Jesus, that's so good. <laughs> Excellent. It's not that good. That was the best thing she's ever said. That was the best You've peaked. thing. You just peaked right then and there. <laughs> Thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. Hank's peen. <laughs> don't be afraid. Oh my God. <laughs> you have to stop it. You stop it. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.